0: lecture topic when islam becomes a stranger glad tidings to the strangers
1: alhamdulillah alhamdulillah wa kafaa was salatu wa salam ala ibadihi alladhina istafa amma ba'du fa a'udhu billahi minash shaitani rrajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim alif lam أحسب الناس أن تركوا أن يقولوا آمنا وهم لا يفتنون ولقد فتن الذين من قبلهم فليعلمن الله الذين صدقوا وليعلمن الكاذبين فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بدأ الإسلام غريبا was a Udo Ghariban Kama Bada, Papuba in Goraba, O Kama Kalan Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam.
2: Also, Sakir Dhamma Khan, brothers and elders, Allah has made this world Darul Imtihan, a place of tests, place of trial. And the Akhirat, hereafter is Darul Jaza is the place of recompense. So, dunya is a place of tests and in an examination hall if a person doesn't expect to write an examination and he is in some very very great deception, in an examination hall he is going to be tested. The examination hall he enters, knowing full well that there are going to be some tests there. There's an exam taking place. There are going to be questions that is asked. So, likewise in dunya, when dunya is darul imtihan and it is declared by Allah ta'ala as darul imtihan, so it is only obvious that imtihan will take place, tests will take place. is a place of trial and test. In the ayat of the Quran Sharif in Surah An-Kaboot, Allah wa Ta'ala says that ay ay aamanna, la the people think that they will just say Amanna and they will be left at it, that they claim to have Iman, they accepted the Iman, and then that's where it will stop. And they will not be tested and made to prove that they truly are firm on their iman. Will it just be a free ride? So dunya is not a place of a free ride. Allah has made it darul imtihan. Allah has made it a place of test and trial. So Allah says, Did they think that they will just be left to say And they will not be tested? The when it was revealed was at the time of Hijrat When many of the sahaba Ikram were very greatly harassed by the kuffar and disbelievers, many were made to suffer great amount of harm, material loss, so many ways they were made to suffer. So Allah sent this as a kind of consolation as well, look, it's not something to become too perturbed about, this has happened before as well. And, فَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الْكَاذِبِينَ Allah Ta'ala will make it apparent. Allah alone already knows everything from before a person even set foot on earth. Before he was even a thing mentioned. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala says that this time, Insan think about it, when he was not even a mentioned thing. So even before that, Allah Ta'ala knew everything what this Insan will do when he comes. So Allah is well aware Allah says Allah will make it apparent وَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ Allah will make it very clear as daylight Who are the truthful ones? وَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ And Likewise Allah will make it very apparent Who are the liars? Who are just people of lip service? People claiming something but they are not living up to the claim Allah will make it apparent how will this become apparent? when there are trials, there are tests of various kinds now one is that kind of trial and test that comes in the form of various calamities hardships, difficulties Allah ta'ala save us from all this Allah ta'ala keep us with afiyat but that too becomes a time that a person gets tested. More than getting tested in terms of that if there was prosperity, now it became poverty, which is a test. If it was health, now it became sickness, which is indeed a test. But more than that, that just now, the situation got turned, it is in that situation that got turned, which way he turns. That is the test. And the situation turned from prosperity to poverty, it turned from health to sickness and likewise the other way around. It was poverty and suddenly it became prosperity. The person was very sick, he was so ill, he couldn't do anything, couldn't walk properly, he couldn't even help himself in basic things and now Allah blessed him with health. This is a test from Allah Ta'ala's side. Now the situation changed, either from poverty to prosperity, or from prosperity to poverty, or from health to sickness, or from sickness to health, whichever way. The issue is that this turned, but now which direction does he turn? A person from sickness, Allah Ta'ala blessed him with health. From poverty, suddenly now there's abundance. So now that condition turns, but which way does he turn? Does he turn closer to Allah Taala? All oh, well that I couldn't do anything; I was so ill. But now that I'm fit and healthy, I can do as I please. I had no money to do anything, to go to any place of fitna, to get involved in any sin and haram. But now that there's abundance, so now I can do as I please. Is that the way he turns? Or that this is Allah Taala's very great naimat? And the shukr for this na'mat is that it must be spent in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. It must be engaged in getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. This abundance must be used to help the servants of Allah Ta'ala. To earn the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. In the causes of deen. So, which way he turns is his test. So every situation is a test. So That is one type of test that comes. But then there's a most severe test. The most severe test is the test that comes directly on a person's deen, on his iman. That which direction does he turn in? In terms of the path of deen that Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with, the Mubarak way of Nabiya Kareem, that Allah Ta'ala sent Nabiya Kareem as the guide for the whole of human kind and for the whole of the insaniat and jinnat and the most splendid example that Nabi Karim was made and sent to us. So now does he follow that path, although the calls that are from all different directions from nafs, from shaitan, from the agents of shaitan, in whichever form and guise, which direction does he take? So this is the test So Allah Ta'ala says that this test will come And it will distinguish the good from the bad It will distinguish those who are steadfast And those who get washed away Those who become too impressed And impressed with things That they should never even be looking at to start off with The ways of the West The ways of the Yahud and Nasara And all the things that they are thrusting onto the Ummah and now he just goes with the floodwaters oh he remains firm as a rock that my path is the path of Nabi Kareem Allah ta'ala sent Nabi Kareem as my guide I will follow in his Mubarak way that becomes the biggest test so other tests are also tests also challenges Allah Taala keep us with afiat in all challenges but the biggest challenge is when a challenge comes on a person's deen and a person strays from the path of deen. So in this ayat of the Quran, Sharif then Allah Ta'ala further says, Am Now, when all the changes come, when the different situations come about, and sometimes the health changes, the prosperity comes, or the health, good health comes, whatever other positive situations come about a person loses his bearings I get involved in all kinds of things Allah Ta'ala says, do they think that they will uh, escape us? they will do as they please and nothing will happen? we have no power over them? we have no power to take them to task immediately? or later? Sa very evil is their decision what they decide? Meaning they decide to just carry on wantonly We'll cross that bridge when we get to it So this is not the way that it works But Allah Ta'ala gives respite Allah Ta'ala allows respite My servant will come back Allow him some space But the person that takes advantage of the respite And he misreads that respite As a license to do as He pleases So therefore Allah is warning us, cautioning us Don't think that you will escape Allah You can never escape Allah This dunya Dunya alone is a place where Allah manifests His Qudrat in so many ways and so often we see how Allah's Qudrat gets manifested How many times we have experienced these kind of things ourselves Throughout the world what is happening Every day there is some news of some major calamity somewhere. People who were in the basking in the glory of all their things and their wealth and whatever else. And overnight how everything just turned around. And how the entire situation changed from one situation to another. Allah tala manifests his kudrat. How in moments things happen. Moments. So this is... Allah's sign, that don't take things for granted, cannot afford to just carry on with life, whatever I'm doing, we'll see later, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, it might be too late to think how we're going to cross that bridge, we'll be made to cross it in one moment, from dunya to akhirat. And there may not be a moment now to make any Tawbah also at that time, it may come so suddenly, how often we hear about people just suddenly gone before our time comes Allah knows best when it is this is Allah's signs to us to take heed to come back to Allah ta'ala so Allah is giving us this advice in the Quran Sharif don't think that you will escape Allah Allah has full power and dunya, dunya is a very temporary place the akhirat who can ever Try to have anything, any say in any matter in the hereafter. it it appears that I can do this and I can do that. But on the day of Thayamat, Liman il Mulkul Yom, Lillahi al Allah alone will manifest His entire qudrat on that day. And therefore, Allah Taala says, "Man kana Allah, fa inna ajalillahi laa The one who has this conviction that he's going to meet Allah Taala then know the appointed time from Allah Ta'ala is certainly coming that appointed moment that time that a person has to leave dunya that will certainly come nobody will be able to escape that and then further Allah says in the next ayat o man fa li nafsi. Now this is a place of imtihan a place of trial and test if a person is going to make that mujahada, he is going to strive, he's going to struggle against that nafs, against shaitan, against the environment that is dragging him towards sin and evil, he is benefiting nobody else. yuja يُجَاهِدُولِ نَفْسِ He is striving for his own self. He is benefiting his own self, he is benefiting nobody else. So this dunya is the space of imtihan, and this is the place that we have to make our Akhirat. Now in the time that we live in, and as we get closer to Qiyamah, the conditions will only get worse. This is clearly expressed in the Ahadith of Rasulullah The time will come to hold on to Deen, will be like holding on to a burning ember. If a person has to hold on to some coal, burning coal, it will require a lot of sabr. For Whatever the reason might be That he has to pick up that burning ember and take it somewhere else For example Allah forbid in somebody's home now Suddenly that fell onto the carpet or whatever, And now there's nothing to hold it with He has to carry it and run out So now he's got no option The whole place is going to burn down Maybe the people inside will burn down So what sabr that will require It's not going to happen by just Casually doing something It will require tremendous sabar and with that tremendous sabar he'll save himself, he'll save the home, he'll save the people in the home otherwise he might burn down with it and everything might burn down around him and the people within will all burn down with him so without that sabar, that salvation is not going to come that sabar is going to be essential, it's going to be necessary there's going to be no way out of that sabr. Now that is the message and the lesson that the time will come when to remain steadfast on deen, on that pure and clear deen that Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa presented to the ummah. That will require sabr. But those who make that sabr, there's great glad tidings for them. In one hadith sharif, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that Bada'al Islamu ghariba Islam, Islam commenced as a stranger, a stranger, somebody goes somewhere where he is totally unknown to everybody, he doesn't know anyone, nobody knows him, so he is now one out, he looks less right, he can recognize nobody, he is in a foreign place somewhere, he is a stranger, nobody is asking him anything, nobody is even greeting him, because he is a stranger, nobody wants to know him too. And a stranger is in a lot of difficulty because now everything that he wants to do nobody wants to give him any attention nobody wants to ask him what's his problem how can they help him he's a stranger, they don't know him they will have nothing to do with him So Islam started out as a stranger Nabi Karim alone, one man out started with this mission that Allah Ta'ala blessed him with and then just first a handful of people around him they accept Islam. But he started off, one man. And one man started off to change the whole world. It's such a mission sometimes. People are at their wit's end to try to just change the direction a little of a family, of a household. Just one household. Just to bring that direction in alignment with what Nabi Kareem s.a.w. has presented to us that one household only, with five people in, three people in that becomes such like an impossible mission for some See, I'm trying everything but nothing seems to be happening and here one personality one out and he has taken the this responsibility that Allah Ta'ala has placed on him and he stands up to change the world so this is how it started off one man and then Sayyidina Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha, the first person that accepted Islam Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anha, and then Nabi Salaam his bosom friend Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anha, these were the first people that came in and then various others came in gradually, few at a time but for a good amount of time they were still in such a situation that they couldn't even express themselves openly and clearly they had to keep everything hidden, keep it secret Islam was a stranger because Islam came to people, the masses what is this all about? it goes against everything that we have been doing all our lives and our fathers and grandfathers were doing this where this came from? this is something totally strange to us So, Nabi Salaam is highlighting this history of Islam (coughs) That this is how it started off. strangers. And those who came into Islam also like strangers. Among their old families they became like strangers. And they got treated like strangers. Musab bin Umair radiallahu ta'ala Coming from a very affluent family. And when they get to know he has now accepted Islam. So now all the luxuries are stripped off. And the persecution starts. And he's bound and kept like a prisoner. As a complete stranger in his own home. Complete stranger among his own family. Bada al-Islam or ghariba. Islam started off like a stranger. Hazrat Bilal being persecuted the way he was persecuted. Complete, nobody able to do anything. He's at the mercy of those who were owning him. As a slave. Islam like a stranger to them and then gradually lot of detail that we are aware of the manner in which Islam gradually then progressed and as the Sahaba came but what persecution they were, they had to suffer, what kind of hardship and then eventually Nabi Salaam made Hijrat that too under what kind of circumstances and then finally Islam came to the point Said, the time will come إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ والفتح, The help of Allah will come and victory will come the conquest of Makkah Mukarramah And people will come in huge groups into Islam group after group So this is what happened then and deen spread throughout the Arab Peninsula and then gradually all over the world. But the weekarim foretold it from before that just as Islam started off like a stranger, was say bada. Time will come when Islam will once again become like a stranger. It started off like a stranger, then it came to a point where it flourished in such a wonderful way. But a time will come when Islam will once again become like a stranger. Now one is that the numbers, the numbers will dwindle some way down in time, close to Qiyamat. But apart from that, the other aspect is, that while the numbers of Muslims will be many, they'll be numbering in the billion and more, but Islam itself will be a stranger among them also. And that, that pure pristine deen That Allah Ta'ala blessed us in the Quran Sharif And Alaihi Karim demonstrated to us And gave us in the hadith of Rasulullah That pure pristine deen Will become like a stranger Person will Mashallah Have some signs of deen in him He'll be practicing some things But certain things don't tell me about this This is not my For me If this was somebody else So Deen will become like a stranger, this manner of living, this is not for me, I'll perform my Salah, I'll fulfill my Zakat but the other aspects don't tell me about it. How to live in terms of my social life, in the life that Nabi Karim has displayed and he demonstrated that is for somebody else. How to run my business in the way that Islam is talked out? That can't happen in this time and age. To run my business and no interest involved at all, no overdraft, not having anything, any involvement in all this, in giving interest, taking interest, whichever level of it. it how can this happen? But there will be those, Nabi Karim's last and says, Fatuba lil Ghuraba. Islam will become like a stranger, so some people among them will be strangers. Fatuba lil Ghuraba. Tuba, glad tidings, Jannah for the Ghuraba. One explanation in the Hadith Sharif is given that this Tuba is a tree in Jannah. That a person riding a fast horse, it will take him 100 years to cross the shadow of this tree, the shade of this tree. So now if he's going to get that, see in Jannah, it's not possible he's going to be outside Jannah somewhere. So now the Sahaba Kiram heard this, they were really all ears now that who are these people? Ghuraba? And we Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, please describe to us who are these people, what is their characteristic, how do we recognize who will be included in this category of Ghuraba? In one Hadith, Sharif, the Kareem mentioned, "Unasun salihun fi unasin su'in kasirin. Some pious people among a mass population of people who are involved in sin and vice and evil. So the small number, they say, no numbers count, and the. Bigger number, that is what counts. Smaller numbers don't count. But Nabi Akhirin says this number counts, a small number, because at that time the small number will be steadfast on Deen, unasun salihun. The small number of unas, little, whatever that little might be comparatively speaking, but there'll be a small number. They will be steadfast on Deen, keeping to the Mubarak way of Nabi Akhirin Salawsallem, not trying to pick and choose from here and there, and accommodating things that are not part of Deen, and making one mixture of their own, they will remain steadfast. But it's not that they will be sitting somewhere in some mountaintop. They will be within the communities. But despite that, they will not allow the environment to overcome them. They will remain steadfast in their path of Deen. They won't allow things to now just drive them and like the flood waters just wash them away, they remain remained steadfast. <laughs> and in one hadith Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam explains this يصلحون مَا أَفْسَدَ النَّاسُ من That those who will correct and they will reform what corruption people have caused in deen. So now there's two things now. One is there are people who themselves will remain steadfast in Deen Unasun Salihun And then they will not just be concerned about themselves And that's where it stops They'll be concerned about how to Improve the Deen of others as well Starting off with those closest to them The families, their near and dear ones They will be working on the Deen of others as well They won't be content I've done my, performed my Salah I performed, I made my tilawat of the Quran Sharif I did certain other things I'm fine but they will be concerned that others also must be fine they must go to Jannah. others must also go to Jannah. they're not just concerned about themselves and that's it now this is the time that we are living in there's so many things so often people are feeling like they are strangers within their own homes, within their own families so often people are in this kind of situation somebody for example has decided that now his, there's a wedding in his home, some child is getting married so now he wants to know what's the right way to conduct this nikah so the explanation is given from the Hadith Sharif that that nikah has the greatest barakah Aisaruhu mu'na aazam inna an nikahi barakatan aisaruhu mu'natan that nikah has the greatest barakah wherein the least expenses were incurred so mashallah he decides to set out to do it in that manner and there the whole family and extended family and then community and then friends and then anyone and everyone comes to bandwagon What happened to you? So you didn't invite me, I didn't need your plate of food So now you didn't need the plate of food, though I talk about it? But now they make him feel like he did something very very agave, <coughs> something strange Make him feel like the stranger Whereas in the time of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu <coughs> wasallam, not one, not two, several sahaba got married while Nabi Kareem ﷺ was in Madinatul Munawara. hazrat Jabir anhu got married, hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf nikah took place, and other sahaba as well. And Nabi Kareem ﷺ came to know after the event. He is not out of Madinatul Munawara at that time. he's right there in Madinatul munawwara So the Jabir radiallahu ta'ala, Nabi Kareem sallallahu sees him now, they're coming back from an expedition. And now he's trying to hurry back home. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi asked him, what happened? He says, no, I just got married recently. Just before we left, I got married. So now he's newly married now, he's running home. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi didn't know up to that point in time. Now somebody does it in a way that they try to come as close as possible to this manner of conducting a nikah. Sounds very strange. But Nabi Sallallahu is saying, Fatuba lil Ghuraba. Fatuba lil Ghuraba. Those who are ready to be the stranger. The stranger on the path of deen. Fatuba lil Ghuraba. Somebody sometimes themselves, they want their own nikah to be done in a very simple manner. Now they are asking for advice. My parents won't have it any other way. And there is a big problem at home now. How can this ever happen like this? So now, what does a person do? Sometimes the person is being invited to be part of some other function. Somebody else's wedding taking place. She says, but I know what's going to happen there. I know the wrongs that are going to be perpetrated blatantly. There will be music playing there, there will be all kinds of intermingling happening. People will be dressed to the kill and the zina of the eyes will be wholesale. And now this place which is supposed this, this nikah which is a walima which is a sunnah, but that will be totally, the sunnah will be completely out of the equation. All these sins and vices will be filled up in it. And now I am not ready to put my iman at stake, my my deen at stake I want to stay away from it but that has become the biggest problem now everything else is not an issue with it but how can you break family ties so now the person who decides that I don't want to be part of a place, a function, a venue where the laws of Allah Ta'ala are going to be openly violated so that person has become a means of breaking family ties and those who are breaking Allah's commands blatantly, they're all fine. But for Tuba lil ghuraba, for Tuba lil ghuraba, that person who now became like a stranger in their own home, in their own family, maybe he's give them blood tidings. For tawba lil ghuraba, one person now says every time I walk into the home, mashallah Allah gave him tawfiq, so he's become conscious now. They are walking home, so I put earphones in my ears to block out the music that is playing all the time. So now that music is playing, so now others then mock me. They tell me, What's something wrong with you? This happens all the time everywhere. Now, what are you making this such a big issue? So now he is like a stranger in his own home because he wants to do what is right. But now this sabr that he is making, Fatuba lil Ghuraba just on this note of music just recently somebody was mentioning there was some article about whether it was in Jidda or Riyadh or wherever some music festival some music festival took place in one of these places and now some woman singer from some other country and now in her so called lyrics she started singing something which was complete shirk bow to a goddess and now that crowd also got caught up in all that whatever was carrying on at that time so they are also repeating the words with her now it all sounds like so small things, these are, what's the big deal about it but from way to where? where is the end point of all this? and now in that Jaziratul Arab which Nabi Karim Salasen said Akhrijul Yahud min Jaziratul jazeera- Arab Get the mushrikeen out of this place. And now the shirk is coming right there. So now if somebody decides they don't want to be part of all these kind of things happening in their home, happening elsewhere, that person becomes like a stranger. lil ghuraba, Nabi Salaam is giving him glad tidings. You might be looking like a stranger among others, but remember, you will not be a stranger in the court of Allah. Ta'ala. In the court of Allah, Ta'ala, you are the VIP. lil ghuraba. Somebody once now is coming to the business. He says, All this involvement in interest and so on, we have to change all this. Say, Where you came from? Which business school you went to? He says, He went to the business school, that business school which has come down through the pure ahadith of Rasulullah. That business school, when Nabiya Kareem gave the clear instruction and, and highlighted what goes on. When somebody involves themselves in interest and riba لَعْنَ wa آكِلَ wa wa sawa. Allah Taala's upon the person who consumes interest the one who gives it the one who becomes a witness to it the one who the scribe and writes it down Nabi thousand says all are equal in the sin so now somebody says I want to change all this I can't carry on like this now others are putting pressure on him how can you think about all this where is it going to be possible to make those investments then? she says, well, now to make the investment for the Akhirat. And there can never be any loss in fulfilling what Allah ta'ala has commanded, what Nabi wasallam has shown to us. It is impossible that a person follows that path and does not succeed. And to think that there is success in any other way, then that is the disaster that is complete disaster success is only in this way so now this person becomes a stranger in that business world but Nabi is giving him the glad tidings glad tidings to these strangers ma min that they now correct all the things that have gone become corrupted gone in the wrong direction and they remain steadfast on Deen so there's these things are all glaring in front of us as many many other examples that we can take, the time has already passed the issue is that as time goes closer to Qiyamah these halat will just increase until such time when the time comes Allah Ta'ala as that then things will change for the better towards the latter part of time but in the interim this test will be severe the test of Iman the test on Deen and we'll have to brace ourselves from now to remain steadfast on Deen we are far from claiming anything to do that we are anywhere pious we are good but we have to aspire to become part of that group and we have to make an effort to get there The person who strives he is striving for his own benefit he is not striving and the benefit will go somewhere else in somebody else's account He will be the one who will benefit out of that mujahada That mujahada to save himself from sin That flood of vice and sin that is all over the place That at the press of a button he can get involved in the worst kind of filth Now he's making that mujahada come what may I'm not going to allow this to come into my, my path I'm not going to commit the zina of the eyes I'm not going to be looking at all this filth and evil I'm not going to be going to places of haram doesn't matter what circle of friends are trying to pull me away But i rather be, try to become the friend of Allah So this is The Lesson that we have to take to heart That Deen Deen is our greatest wealth Iman, Islam, this is our greatest wealth And, the Islam already foretold this Time will come That to remain steadfast on Deen it will be like a person holding onto an ember, meaning the sabr will be necessary. A person thinks he wants to have a free ride, and he'll still stay everything fine, it's not going to happen. He will have to make the sabr, sabr in his individual capacity, sabr as a family, sabr as a community. That sabr will be inevitable. Yes, but the person who turns to Allah wa ta'ala, and he connects himself to Allah ta'ala, then he'll never be feeling alone as a stranger also. Normally a person as a stranger, he feels very, very alone, and he feels down, he feels uh, even maybe a little scared. But the person who has become a stranger for Allah's pleasure, then he gets connected to Allah Ta'ala. And he never feels any strangeness in reality, because he is in connection with Allah Ta'ala. Allah wa Ta'ala, give us the taufeeq. Allah Ta'ala, save us from all the fitnas that are lashing the ummah from every direction. Let Allah keep us steadfast on Iman and Islam, take us on perfect Iman, and raise us on the Day of Qiyamah to perfect Iman. Wa aakhirud da'wana. Alhamdulillahirobbilalamin. Make zikr for a few minutes and dua. Insha'Allah.
0: la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah sallallahu
1: tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabih Ashabihi wa baraka wa sallam atasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi soli wa sallim na iman abada Ana hadibika khayril khalqi kulnihimi Gaza lahu anna nabi yana Muhammadan
0: sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima hua ahno La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah, 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 la illallah, Allah Almighty, La, La ilaha illallah 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 ilaha لا إله إلا الله inna illallah. Naina inna Allah illallah. illallah. Nine in the law, La in the law, in the law, in in the law, in the law, in the law, محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم الله الله جل جلاله وعم نواله الله 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 الله, 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 الله 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 لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم
2: اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما اثنيت على نفسك الله لا اله الا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا أحدا صمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاصرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفوا وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين وألخقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم محب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين إله العالمين يا الله العالمين الله Oh most merciful, gracious, most loving Allah, ilahul alameen, ya Allah, forgive us, ya Allah. Allah, forgive all, who major and minor sins, ya Allah. ilahul alameen, make us your true and obedient servants, ya Allah. ilahul alameen, make us those who are steadfast on deen, ya Allah. Allah, make us those who remain firm on deen and on the sunnah of Nabiya Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. ilahul alameen, ya Allah, save us from getting washed away with the floodwaters of fitna, ya Allah. ilahul alamin ya Allah, Allah, save us from all the evils and vices, ya Allah. Save us from all the sins, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the eyes and ears, Ya Allah. Of the tongue, Ya Allah. The sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. The sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Cleanse our hearts out of all the sins and vices, Ya Allah. Allah, fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Fill our hearts with the love of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. With the love of deen, Ya Allah. With the love of the aman of deen, Ya Allah. For the love of the efforts of Deen, Ya Allah, accept us and our progenies for the Khidmat of Deen, Ya Allah, for the Ikhlas and afiyat and Kabuliat, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, throughout the world, Ya Allah, wherever the Muslims are in any pain, suffering, hardship, Ya Allah, remove it, Ulaafiat, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Allah, You grant us and the entire Ummah the tawfiq of those Amal, Ya Allah, that bring down Your Rahmat, Ya Allah, save us and the entire Ummah from such actions, Ya Allah, that bring down Azab, Ya Allah, Allah, We acknowledge whatever difficulties and Hardships are faced, Ya Allah. This is due to our sins, Ya Allah. This is all our wrongdoings, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us Ya Allah. Allah forgive us, Ya Allah. Taco- suggests, ya Allah save guard our Iman Ya Allah. Save God the liquor- e Iman Lexarr- of yeah. the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Allah save us and the entire Ummat from the Ya Meyer- Allah, immer- the all invade- far- anar- the disasters that are coming, Ya Allah. Ya Allah from all the attacks on Iman, Ya Allah, the attacks on Deen, Ya Allah, the attack on haya, Ya Allah. They take on all the values of Iman, Ya Allah. Allah alamin Ya Allah. Hinduism, ya Allah Hinduism, you grant us the tawfeeq of living the Mubarak Sunnah of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah save us from all the ways of the Yahud and Masara Ya Allah. Allah alamin Ya Allah. Ya Allah you grant each one afiat in their deen Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in dunya Ya Allah. Allah alamin save us from trials and tests Ya Allah. Ya Allah we are very weak Ya Allah. Allah don't put us to trial and test Ya Allah. Ya Allah with afiyat take us through Ya Allah. Keep us with afiat in our deen Ya Allah. Aafiyat in our dunya, ya Allah. Allah, 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 all those who are sick, give them shifa-e-kamila, agila, mustamira, daima. And I remove every trace of their ailments, ya Allah. Allah, Allah, whatever difficulty and hardship anybody is, ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, remove it with aafiyat, ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, ya Allah. Grant abundant and halal and tayyib risk, ya Allah. Filled with barakat, ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram and doubtful things, Ya Allah. Ilahul <speaking> alameen, <in> Ya <the> Allah. <world> Grant istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Grant istiqamat on deen, ya Allah. ya Allah. Enable us to recognize the wrong as wrong, Ya Allah. And save us from it, Ya Allah. Enable us to recognize the truth as truth, Ya Allah. And enable us to adopt it, Ya Allah. Allahumma arina al-haqqa, haqqa wa and all those who asked us to make dua for them, all raise raised their hands to this dua, Allahu Alaihi fulfill each one's desires, yea Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Immove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Plan each one the best of dunya and akhirah, Allah. Allahu our greatest need, yea Allah. Then you become ours, yea Allah. We become yours, Ya Allah. Ilahu al ya Allah, unite the hearts of the Ummat ya Allah, unite the hearts of spouses ya Allah, unite the hearts of parents and children ya Allah, unite the hearts of families ya Allah, unite the hearts of the Ummat of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Ilahul alamin ya Allah all that we have asked for you Allah out of your grace and mercy granted to us ya Allah what we should have been asking for and did not ask ya Allah bless us with that as well ya Allah Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka balaq, وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ الْعَدِيِّ الْعَظِيمِ وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عَلَىٰ خَيْرِ خَلْقِهِ سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدِ
1: وَآلِهِ وصحبه الْمَعَيِّينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّلَّهِ